Hello and welcome to episode 32 of VR Souls, where we talk about VR and all the other bollocks that we've gone up to. I'm your host, Fox3131, and we're joined by the regular crew at the moment, I suppose. Doc is still working late, 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 and will be for some time by the look of it at the moment, but he will be around at some point. So Cold is filling in again. Welcome, sir. How are you? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm good. I had a great weekend, and um, I'm all ready to talk about it on the podcast so that was a good weekend wasn't it it was good yeah uh bol is here as per usual hello bol good you, evening people you appear to have lost a lot of color in your cheeks at the moment uh well i mean that's you know what happens when you stay indoors for a year it's just You've not got any sunlight at all, so you've just become, you know, monochrome. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, it's even worse if you're uh, living in the north. You get less sunlight per definition. Oh, that must be a thing for you guys. I hadn't even thought of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment in England, we're having, like, crowded house weather because it's four seasons in one day. It just changes rapidly. <laughs> it's, it, seriously, it's nuts. And Paul, you're here as well because it's your channel. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. No, no groans or grapes of the Paul world at the moment. The Paul world. Yeah. Okay. Right. And how are you? <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm I'm fine. It appears that people in the area that I live have no idea how to deal with the COVID situation, so we've gone into a red zone, which doesn't actually mean anything. But they're recommending people don't leave the area. Okay. <laughs> so you know, wasn't going to. Kenny Loggins yeah, would say fine. it's the danger zone. It, it would. I should maybe start playing. Like, I'll watch Top Gun later. And yeah, it's, <laughs> just some, it's just some Kenny, Kenny Loggins on the Archer. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones. All right, let's kick off with Game Night like we always do. I unfortunately was working for most of Game Night, but I managed to chip in at the end. Um, no streaming from me on that one, though. But we played Quiver. What did everyone think of Quiver? My arm hurts. <laughs> no, not not anymore. But um, yeah, it's uh, aim with a bow for two hours in in one go, and uh, you can feel it. <laughs> it's interesting because like actual archery competitions don't last two hours, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not you know constantly. Mm. Uh, it's quite interesting because beforehand I I started playing like um, in death which is another bow mechanic. And then when someone said, oh, let's play Quiver, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> this, I'm not going to laugh for two hours <laughs> doing that. Um, but it, it's, a, it's one of the very early VR games with uh, archery mechanics, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we played it on release or early access, I think, Bowl, and um, it changed a little bit since then. And uh, I quite enjoyed the... Well... Some variety at the end of it, but a lot of it is quite repetitive. Although there were some new mechanics that I hadn't seen before at the end of each area, um, you know, we, we kind of we kind of figured it out. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an experience, let's say, to stumble upon these stumble upon these puzzles and not know how to deal with them. But I think we figured them all out by the end. There were puzzles? I don't remember the puzzles. I don't think I was there. Uh, the, the boss encounters are puzzles, mm-hmm. most of them. Oh, did you get three different boss encounters? Or Yeah. Uh... You got one where the 
orbs fell from the sky into the little things you had to shoot which oh, yeah, one yeah, had the yeah. orbs in. We had the one where we didn't know what we were doing, and then we found out after failing if you missed the orbs or the arrow, it, it damaged the door. Did you damage? And then the boss was the only ones we went through, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. The worm was quite difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially like I think you had to kill all the rocks. So when the room comes up, or it shoots down rocks from the sea, I don't know where the rocks come from. But you need to kill them all, and not just the one heading for your face. I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> figured that out a bit too late. Yeah, I think that's um, the only one we failed at. But you know, other than that, I think we done well. See, I, I tried this game. Um. On. PlayStation VR is the first time I ever played it and didn't even last one wave because obviously PlayStation VR mm-hmm. controls just don't don't <laughs> work with this game. Um, especially if one gets past you because you like you can't just turn and shoot behind you because you're going to lose tracking and and then yeah. and cold was kind enough to give me my birthday. Uh, so it was good to jump in on PC and actually play it with a decent control system at least. <laughs> Uh, one that is more suited to it. Like you said, it's got a bit repetitive leading up to those those things, but like mm. like Buck said, it was early, an early VR game, so at the time it was probably like unbelievable what it was doing, really. I mean, one of the things about it being early was like the game needs focus, otherwise mm. it doesn't perform as well. Because I, yeah. I didn't realise this, so I was playing and like, ooh, this doesn't feel great. And then Bob was like, make sure the game has focus. And I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> and you, you said that's to do with the engine that it uses. Is that right, Bob? Well, that's that's what uh, uh, Miss, Mr. Windlands said. <laughs> Mr. Windlands? <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't remember the name. John. Names. John. Mr. Hibbins. Yeah. From SciTech Games. Yeah, I haven't talking to talked to him much, so mm-hmm. he's not on the top of my mind. Um, okay. But yeah, he said while we were playing Windlands that it has to do with the engine version of Unity. Hmm. Um, some of them uh, require focus to actually run at full frame rate. Yeah, which for the the day to day user that's not really a problem. But when you're streaming, it's quite nice to have your other applications over the top for quick access if you need them. Um, but you know, yeah. you can put things up at the front if you need to. It's not a problem. What I normally find when they need focus, I normally put them in window mode and then drag them right to the bottom of the screen so I can still see everything on my main screen. But oh, that would work. The game's so focused, you just got the start bar at like the top bar at the bottom of your screen when mm. you look at it. it seems to be... like all of us have our little tricks that we do for you know trying to keep things smooth. On the <laughs> yeah, <screen laughs> and that sort of thing. There's like loads of little things like oh. There and yeah. one of the things that I've got is actually from Vol. It was his voice meter script that just restarts it when you start up VR, so you don't have to keep restarting the audio engine. It was actually Cole that made the script, but I made the app that runs it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Then it's Yo. a joint effort between. I, I keep that quiet because I don't know much else, so I don't tell that to anyone. <laughs> you don't want people to come up and like, oh, can you do this yeah. too? <laughs> can, can you make this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But regarding the tricks of clicking to get folks and stuff, playing pancake games, you never really do that because then the screen is the game and that's it. Mm-hmm. So VR games have, you know, introduced 
a bit a few weird situations for games yeah yeah like people running both a steam vr and oculus game at the same time with different controllers working mm -hmm. like <laughs> at the same time it's it's a bit insane really what you can do with the pc yeah yeah it is but that's one of the reasons we do it because it's you know it's fun and interesting we like to understand how these things work and see what new fangled things we can come up with and then you add stuff like live on top mm -hmm. that's obviously another resource hunger that it wants um i'm very interested to try the new um thing from oculus where you can use the <laughs> iphone without having a green screen to put yourself in the game as well um which is something that they talked about with their new version on the quest software i think that means having an iphone well, i don't have an iphone so i, mean, I don't know how i'm going to test it um <laughs> all the words send shivers up yeah. last mine yeah, no, I can understand that. But no, I'm just intrigued <laughs> um, to see how that works. Because um, obviously the camera is like a 3D camera. But I would mm -hmm. just like to see how it actually works in practice with the Quest. Now that I have a Quest, which is another thing. I don't know if we've talked about this here. I had a Quest turn up at my door and no one knows where it came from, including myself. So I'm now the owner of a Quest 2. No idea. Still no idea. <laughs> I've been asking loads of people. No one knows. Very strange. Anyway, I still, th I still think you got drunk and you just don't remember all doing it. I haven't. I've checked all my accounts. I've checked all my cards. I have not spent any money <laughs> there. There is no way in hell I've gained enough, like, you know, Tesco club card points to be able to buy one. <laughs> so, I, yeah, no idea where it came from at all. I've asked all the family. I've asked my friends. I've asked people at work that I know. Not that anyone at work can spend that amount of money on this. No idea. But it's there. I've got it. It's fine. Um, I've played a few things, which we're talking about now. But let's see. Who wants to go first with game night? I think Paul should. What does Paul uh, think? <laughs> I can. There you go, then. So, um, I've gone back. I think last week I was like, oh, I'll play this and this and this. Normally I've got like oh, two games I've played. And then, <laughs> well, last week I'd, I'd done quite a lot. And then this week I've gone back to, to my old ways and not really done a lot. Uh, there's a reason for this, but... Um, We'll get to that. So the games I've played are Zero Calibre on the Quest, um, Zero Calibre Reloaded, a lot of downgrading is all I can say about that. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of downgrading, but I mean it did look really nice on PC, so I expected a lot of downgrading to the and no and no crossplay on PC. No crossplay no cross because they made the missions a lot shorter. Um, so for right. so for example. The mission where you work your way over, I think it's the first mission, and you work your way over the field, then through the warehouse, and then you normally carry on down, you see the helicopter crash, then you defend the end, and it ends It ends as you, as you leave the warehouse. That's that mission over on the quest. You don't actually go further down and fight in there. And there's a few missions on there that I've not seen in the PC version, like, again, but they're all dead short. Um, understand why they've had to do it. It's something like, you see a lot of people saying that downgrades are awful and blah blah, but but I don't I don't think I don't understand what people expect. Um, is it still a good shooter? Yeah, the gun models work. The gun handling works the same, so it's still a good shooter. Um, I'd definitely say more. If you want to do co-op, make sure your friends got it. It's better in co-op than it is single player. Doing the missions. So there's still co-op on the quest. Yeah, it's still co-op. Oh, only on quest. Though. Yeah, but only with, right, okay. only with quest. Yeah. 
Yeah, fair enough. That's what I figured it would be. That's, that's still pretty neat mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, jump into a game like that on on the quest. Is it, yeah, is it yeah. two player co op or four player like the PC version? Four. It is four. It'll probably run better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder then because four players on the PC when we ran it, um we got audio buffer yeah. issues. Frame rate like stuttering. Yeah, two players, me and Cole play that a lot. And we've not really had much issues at all. Um, but when we bumped it up to four players, that was... Uh, <laughs> it does list it as experimental, but I'm surprised they got that in on the on the quest. Yeah. So, hmm, maybe maybe they've improved it on PC as well, or will do. Yeah. I jumped over to um, staying with the quest for someone who doesn't use a quest much. Uh, it seems like everything's been on quest this week. <laughs> this this last few weeks, uh, Puzzle Bobble VR. Obviously, I was a massive Puzzle Bobble fan back in the day. Um, they've basically done what they did with Angry Birds, took an old game and made it work in VR. <laughs> um, a simple game. On this, you basically get a, a, a bobble thrown at you, like the, the ball thrown at you. you just got to match three together to explode the bubbles you put it in your gun mm. and it's like a slingshot put it in a slingshot fight out your slingshot basically um there's multiplayer which i've not tried yet um i think i'm close to the end of the single player parts so our member who's not here today doc actually put a tweet out about um puzzle bubble vr which basically said he hates it <laughs> he was like it's dreadful it's rubbish there's it's not worth the asking price. Is that sentiment that you agree with, or I don't know how much it I don't know how much it costs. To be fair, I think it was like twenty quid or something stupid. I wouldn't say that more. I wouldn't say. I'd say maybe seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine would be like the max it should be from what I've played. Yeah. Of it. it shouldn't be a, a that cost of a game. Um, I will put a review up of it at some point, hopefully this week. Um. Okay. That'll be on the VR realm. Um, outside of that, um, as Ball and Coles will know, I've been playing a hell of a lot of Sim Riders. <laughs> yeah, every every time I look at Steam VR or I turn on and look at Steam, and it shows what your friends are playing. Ball's playing Sim Riders again, and it's like this is going to be Avatar stuff, isn't it? Is that yeah. what you've been doing? Oh yeah. So the reason for this is, um, as I put announcement on my channel, I'm switching my stream inside over to Twitch. So all my live streams, mm-hmm. apart from the podcast, will be over on Twitch now. We'll get an edited version. I'll put one out today of the game I'm going to talk about. Um, but yeah, I've been trying the Twitch integration last night so people could request the songs out of all the download content and the main content. People can queue them for me to play. So um, what's giving you the inspiration to move to Twitch for your live streaming? I think I find a lot of my views from live streams on on youtube mm. uh, on the vods afterwards they're like as i go back live i gain a lot more views from that side and my view on going over to twitch was as well is that is just a streaming platform people you know any anyone mm. who goes that that site are looking for a stream they're not looking for mm-hmm. a video they're looking for people streaming so i think and just the integration they've got over there for streaming um like you go over to bowls or jeps or once we're affiliate, all the different things you can just do to make it more 
more fun for the viewers as well this, as yourself really this is exactly yeah, a bit more interaction this is exactly yeah. why i'm doing doing the same kind of thing just because of the interaction with the viewers and the streamer it's just second to none isn't it i mean youtube yeah it's like an afterthought their streaming situation they definitely they haven't really you know moved it up you haven't really added to it it's just there but twitch yeah that's why i've done it as well so you can find me in the vr realm on twitch but yeah um so it's been a lot of synth riders or Ardiger or because like you said um i've actually spent the time and actually learn unity and things like this in order to put dynamic bones in my my avatar um but outside of so originally i did it all in neos using their in-game editor um mm -hmm. but for live it obviously had to had to learn the unity to put all the, the textures on in unity and then um put dynamic bones on within unity so like the tail wiggles and the ears move and stuff while i'm playing in live uh depending on my movements so a lot of testing because that's what I plan to do. Like I've I've done a few streams like that, a few synth riders. I've done a few games that don't support live, but I've used live to put my avatar in the bottom corner rather than me, and it's still all interactive with the movable tail and ears. Why I'm mouth tracking, uh, there's some facial tracking features in there uh, on live. So I find my ears go down a lot on my avatar because if you frown, the ears go down. But I think <laughs> my general face must just be a frown because everything. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've noticed that in your streams that ears just continuously flap down. And Concentration. Like, I thought it was just from you talking and like. I oh, know that's if I frown basically. Um, it's not that I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. It's just I've got a an a natural frown face. <laughs> I, I do as well, actually. It's quite funny when I, I shaved this off once, and everyone said I just look miserable all the time. <laughs> so yeah, main... I know what it's like. Yeah, it's been fun testing all them and doing all the integration. Enjoying doing the and um, punish at times, but when people give you crazy songs to play. <coughs> yeah, yeah mm -hmm. somebody I won't mention names, but they're in in here at the moment. <laughs> and then I, 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 judging by the reaction of someone who's just disappeared, <laughs> I think you can guess who that is. Oh, he's back. <laughs> and then my main game. Oh, since Doc's not here, I can mention it. Because I won't, he won't like go crazy. But um, <laughs> but thirteen mapped bacon pancakes for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I can now play bacon pancakes. Like she's also going to map the remix uh, of New York of the New York remix. I just need to send her the stuff. But Simfrid has been a big part of what I've been doing, but it's not the main game I want to speak about. Main game is a township tale, still in. I say I even think it's still down as alpha. Um, still. I, I think so, yeah, when you go on the launcher. I mean, I played it in February 2018 when it first launches <laughs> an alpha. Um, so the idea was revisit it three years later and see what's actually, well, over three years later and see what's actually changed. There's a lot more to it now. It's still no goal, really. No aim. <laughs> but there's like carpentry in it. My whole stream was just me trying to find the chisel, basically, to, so I could go and... This this sounds like a No Man's Sky type situation where there's things to do, but no point to do them. I think they're still like, they've got obviously the, all the, the idea I think is going to the caves and gathering enough resources to start making your own equipment. They've kept the whole thing in there, which I loved about it back then. 
you'd only had the forge back then, um, but you still have to go and like get now you have to go and get like iron to put in a smelter to get a piece of metal that you're then gonna have to go and beat up on the anvil and stuff to to make your actual sword blade and stuff it's like a lot of as bald put it when i was streaming he said it's like minecraft but you physically have to do everything <laughs> there's no like just isn't that just work <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what that sounds like to me that just sounds like work so i wanted to make like a a sword after I figured out how to do the crafting and figured out I could use my, my flint to be as a as a chisel, the, the piece of flint and a hammer. Um I had to go I needed like eighteen pieces of tree, so I had to go to the trees and cut down cut down enough trees so I've got eighteen logs to take back and then put the logs together on the on the lathe and then chisel away at the wood and ch- chip pieces of wood off in order to make a sword. I like the sound of it. Like game. a wooden sword. Yeah, it's a sort really? of fun. Yeah, it this is, is the kind of game I like. Yeah. It is actually fun. The only issue I have with it is there's not enough food and you seem to get hungry in no time. <laughs> like I, oh, I think, no. <laughs> it's not, oh, that sounds like you Minecraft, have to yeah. keep yourself fed and watered and all that Just fed. mechanics. Just fed, basically. How many, um, how many friends can you go in with Like when you go into a world? Is there a limit? I think, no. I think there'll be a limit to each world, but I, I know I think in the alpha it was about eighteen people in the world, so I was so like, you can all just of, go in. Is it? Does this in. sound like a game night game? <laughs> no. <laughs> Short answer. I can't stand stuff like that. It's just monotonous. It's like I can't. I don't understand Minecraft. I'm just like, okay, great, but no. Just don't get it at all. It's strange because it's like when No Man's Sky came out, it's the same sort of thing as you just said, build this, build this, build this, build this. Okay, but what am I actually doing? You're building stuff. Why? So you can build the next thing. What do I do then? Well, then you build the next thing. And I'm like, but I, what? Like, I don't know. I, I suppose it's because I'm very much like a story person I mean, when it comes to games. I there, is a, there is an end game now to Minecraft. So you, is have, there? you do hmm. have a goal. Kill the dragon and you beat the game, yeah. Gotta go and fight oh. the Ender Dragon. Okay. I haven't. No, I haven't either. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's a def- story. You kind of you make your own story up on the way, and I suppose my imagination isn't there to do that. <laughs> I think with Township Tale, I'll probably go back anyway and learn more of the other stuff. Because um, I've seen like other people play, watch their streams, and like the crafting backpacks where they've got to get leather and hammer nails into the leather and things like this in order to make better backpacks and things. So I want to see. Like, it's something I want to definitely go into. You just start with, like, a, a wicker basket, and then you've got to go on. Now you've got to craft your own backpacks. and. <laughs> so does it, like, give you, like, blueprints for these things, or you just got to figure it out? They give you blueprints. Um, okay. You do find a lot of more, like, it'll tell you. Like, when I got the wood, it was like, there's just a book in the wood, in the carpentry thing that basically I figured out I needed 18 blocks in order to make the three bigger blocks on the lathe in order to then chip away to make the sword, basically. Okay. Um, At first, it was confusing because there's no written instructions. I was going to say, it does sound confusing. I enjoyed it. Um, I think the problem was, like Cole said, I think it's something you need to go in with friends because I was in on my own and I kept asking random people for help and they were just like... I mean, I've got you now, so, you know, let me know. (laughs) I'll jump in, you can teach me all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like when I did the early alpha, like when it was like really early in the alpha, 
I used to go in with two people, and although there was only the the crafting weapons at that time, we used to spend hours and hours in there just messing about, finding, going into the cave and seeing how far we get down and things like that. Okay, fair enough. As long as you had fun. But it's free. It's free. All you need to do is join the Discord, and it'll give you a link to the launcher that you download because it's not on Steam or anything. It's the own launcher. Just mm-hmm. gives you the link to the launcher. Sign up for your account when you open the launcher. And there you go, you're in, it's free, there's no... So it's worth a look for free, definitely. Yeah, don't complain at the price, really, Ken. No. I just registered an account. <laughs> well, <laughs> since you're going to go and play that at some point, why don't you tell us what you've been playing over the last two weeks? Two weeks is a long time, oh my. <laughs> right, so let's boost... Through it. Uh, I played Serious Sam VR, the second encounter with Jep. We did two streams. Um, did not finish it. Uh, that will probably take one more time. But he's now busy studying, so that will be in June. <laughs> <laughs> or late. No, no, that's, late June. Yeah, I was going to say oh, that's yeah. next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, oh, wait, June. Shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, played Seeking Dawn with Mr. Cold. Um, that was a, <laughs> um, a great success. Um, I, I know yeah, changing graphics. English is your second language, but I'm not sure great success is what you should be saying for that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cold was changing graphics settings, and uh, while he was doing that, I did a uh, mission critical task. Which 25 minutes into terrible. a two-hour stream that happened. <laughs> Carry on. And then we tried to progress, which was impossible because that mission-critical thing we did, we didn't do because the server was changing graphic settings. <laughs> I, I think it's so that was a waste of time. Do it. I think it's because he... Who was hosting? I was hosting. I reckon yeah. it's because you didn't do it. I reckon if you well, did the task, everything would Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it, it's exactly right because my game had froze when the task got complete and then, yeah, that's, it all messed it completely up. So an hour and a half of... Yeah, but bug means even if it hadn't frozen, that it would be broken if I did it anyway. Mm. But I'm not so sure. Uh, I mean... Well, I mean, I went back and checked the evidence. That would mean many, many people <laughs> fail progressing in the game. But, yeah. I kind of feel like with people's experience that game, they should just... Change its name to Seeking Refund. Yes. <laughs> we did buy it like for super cheap. Yeah. Um, also, it performs like absolute garbage. <laughs> uh, it, it looks nice and uh, it seems to have, you know, interesting mechanics, maybe, but we didn't get to them. <laughs> and I'm not sure if we're jumping in anytime soon again. Uh, um, finish off Mask Maker. Uh, I hadn't gotten a bug to save, but I just did not understand the puzzle at the end. I had to be told by developers that there is a puzzle. It's like, oh, oh, okay. So I figured that out. So yeah, Mask Maker, Mask Maker, good puzzler. Uh, lots of environments and uh, stuff to do. I talked about that last time, I think. Get it. <laughs> did a test stream when I went through Orbitron 1976, Hello VR, Audio Beats. And um, yeah, Orbitron, you shoot balls. At other balls and the balls go away. That's pretty much it. 1976 was a weird sh- airplane shooter, which is kind of on a screen in front of you that scrolls, but then you get immersion zones where you end up in the plane, which sounds like it should be awesome, but I think they were the weakest part of the game. It's weird, that the, isn't the, it? Well, I mean, it works, but but 
but the flying is highly abstracted when you're in the immersive mode which doesn't mesh with it being the immersive mode it's no. so confusing so um it has nice progression and you can buy upgrades and you up, you know get more weapons and stuff but it's a bit weird it's a that nice way. idea but it doesn't feel implemented very well it's a bit so-so yeah i just went through hell road vr because it's uh, a motorcycle game with zombies what's not to love um <laughs> it seems interesting but also a bit i don't know shallow maybe <laughs> but i only spent a little time in it so i might have to revisit that um it has a mo uh, uh, three different control methods for the motorcycle and i think i went with the stick in the end because doing motion controllers while shooting with a pistol or impaling things with a spear was complicated Ooh. it often had me wear off the street Instead of uh, going where I wanted to. You, you need to play this again, but on an exercise bike. So you're <laughs> sitting on the bike. And that way, that way, when you go to lean forward and you hold the, um, the handle, your, your hand won't move and you can still shoot. Thing is, you need to turn the, turn the handlebars. You can't do that on an exercise bike, right? No, but it'll so that would be keep it in a straight line for a bit when you're leaning. And then yeah. you gently move to turn, maybe. And one control mode is leaning, so it would take the exercise bike and lean over, and yeah, that, that sounds like mm -hmm. a accident recipe for disaster. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, what? Sounds like an accident waiting to happen. It does. Oh, yes, 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 exactly. Please Jumped into audio beats very quickly, as mentioned, and uh, it feels like a mix between Beat Saber and Ragnarok, and I would rather play any of those instead. I think I spent like three minutes in it, so mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe, maybe it has more depth to it um but my brain brain went elsewhere um then we also jumped into uh crystal raiders a bunch of people which is a new co-op adventure dungeon crawler thingy where you collect uh money to buy cosmetics and weapon upgrades yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we kind of beat it all in one session in two hours um but it's early access i guess they will add more i don't know um melee uh range combat uh lots of purple enemies and you turn into a chicken if you die <laughs> and people can restrict you that's the funny that's very part. ghouls and ghosts <laughs> isn't it didn't ghouls and ghosts do that i don't know into a chicken, I think. Anyway. but yeah so also, it had some performance issues in, in, I think, one of the levels. Hopefully, they'll fix that. I don't think it's early access. Um, I'm not sure myself. But I can't remember now. But hopefully, they will add more to it. Um, because they, they it feels like they have made the whole like asset set. And they could just pump out, pump out levels now. But we'll see. I uh, also went into Jetborn Racing, but uh, I'll let Cole talk about that one. So my main game was Blind, because that was a community challenge. It's not a new game, which is noticeable, because I have Vive controllers in it. Um, but yeah, Blind is a, <laughs> it's a very different puzzle experience. Uh, another recommendation from Paul. Um, and I don't have to kill him this time either, so that's good. Um... <laughs> It was uh, interesting because of the like unique puzzles and, and the mechanics of how to see. 
I have to say, doing it, I, I spent five hours in there, and it was kind of mentally taxing <laughs> after a while. <laughs> like, oh, so much darkness, and uh, especially when the, you get a stick that you can bump things with, and what the sound, the, the sound propagation is what you see. So it kind of goes out uh, from that uh, so a bit like point of sonar. impact. Yeah. Kind of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Echolocation like stuff. Daredevil. Uh, um, but so you get a stick to do that with some, you know, convenience. But yeah, you don't have that all the time. And then it becomes really dark and kind of frustrating when you lose. You, you like you need to throw things to cause the sound effects for you to see, mm -hmm. and if you don't have anything, you need to like, you can only see what's around your hands. So uh, <laughs> it gets a bit, uh, a bit isolating in in darkness. Yes, but yeah, it's a it's a story based adventure puzzler, pretty much. Um, you uh, walk through different areas, you unlock new areas. You solve both audio and visually based puzzles. Um, you locate key items, bring them around and stuff. Um, yeah, it was very enjoyable and and quite quite disturbing. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like th there are shader effects for you. You see uh, ghosts ghosts of of time past. And uh, they have a really funky shader effect when they appear, and you can like disturb them as if they were like mist. It's really funky. And uh, later in the game, there are well, there, there's a masked person and and other things that appear and and do weird stuff. So um, yeah, the story is not you know the a pleasant one, but it works. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but the game, I mean, the game is is black and white. Yeah, it's all black and white-ish. There are tiny elements, maybe here and there, that are color, but otherwise, it's all black and white. And um, I'm not sure how chat helped me with some of the puzzles. I'm not sure how to have I should have solved them otherwise. But I think I think due to chat, I was also distracted and didn't hear all the dialogue because I think dialogue. Hints you in that what to actually do. It does a lot in that one, yeah. Like I know while I was when yeah. I was watching, it was a case of like the chat was talking, then you found the clock, and it was like you had to listen to the gongs on an audio tape to figure out what time he was making that recording. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you miss a lot of them. Really. Yeah, it was uh, challenging, but that's always the case when streaming and gaming. Uh, that like you focus on chat, you focus on game and you focus on all the technical bits in the background working and it's very distributed attention i'll, I'll say that so yeah i'll give yeah. you a recommendation because when i played it i think i was thinking i played it just just i think i had my review up for the embargo lifting when it came out and i was just like uh, it's something that's like 100 percent different to what i've even now it's like still the whole idea of the tapping the stick to or throwing things to find parts of the environment is still something that you've not really seen other people do yeah it's a unique experience so uh if you want something special and enjoy puzzles slash adventures yeah yeah yeah, definitely <laughs> definitely go for it uh you can probably get it in a sale nowadays because it's 
I think it's 2018. 2018, yeah, it was. Yeah. But is that on PC because it was on PSVR first? Yeah, it's 2018 or, on P. Uh, I know it was 2018 on PC. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that um, I uh, with Chad's help, I also actually acquired all the achievements, which you know is pointless, but it was a nice completion feeling so uh, i'm not sure i've done that in any other community challenge streams it, it's so, pointless uh, until you do it <laughs> it's one of those things well i mean but... that's the thing that i mean it should be pointless but yeah. it all still gives a, a, a nice feeling when mm. it happens so, yeah. yeah no i agree yeah. it's endorphins oh, it's a nice whatever. little surprise Dopamine. for you yeah, yeah. okay so, so you'd me. recommend blind would you well yes if you enjoy the genre Pretty much. Okay. If you're um, into competitive PvP shooters, maybe Blind is not the game for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, well, when you said it's like all the story, and I'm like, all oh, being a story guy, but then you went, it's quite dark, and I'm like, oh, I'm thinking, is this going to be I mean, it's, a horror it's, game? No, 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 it's, it's far from a horror game. Okay. Okay, not that far, but it's not a horror game per se. <laughs> it's black and white and dark. I mean, come on. Okay. All right, fine. I'll take yeah. your word for it. I may check that one out. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, Cold, you're up. What have you been up to? Um, well, I've, I've actually played a, a few more games this week or last week or whatever it was. You know, I did last time because I, I know I need to be prepared with uh, some games this time. So I've got some. I've got some to talk about. Um, one of the games I went in and checked out. Now I can't pronounce this game. Is it V Hype? V V hype? I don't know. V H A I P. It stands for Virtual Hunting Artificial Intelligence Program. And the game is a I guess it's a simulation from the sounds of things, but you're in a jungle type Jurassic Park area and you're effectively being chased by raptors. So that's that's the game. Um I went in and checked it out because it supports up to four players so i thought i'd give it a go have a look around see what it's like and maybe we could do it as a game night or maybe me and bowl can play or whatever but yeah just to test it around it feels quite nice it's some of the weapons have got some nice heaviness to them you know like in walking dead when you pick something up and you feel the weight of it and then when you're swinging it you can actually feel that it's got some weight as well and your hands kind of move around that's kind of like what this game's like you know you can do things like um, a very much a phasmophobia feel to it. You know, you're instead of a house, you're in a jungle. Instead of ghosts, you've got raptors. And, you know, I haven't played too much of it because I wanted to keep the uh, information down so I can go in and fully experience it one day. But it seemed all right. Not sure if it'll last two hours, but, you know, I I'm going to give it a go, I reckon. That's that. And also, I've been playing, um, oh, I, went, I went and done a video with. Mr. Doc, and he got me Mr. to Doc. Mr. Doc. Yeah, he's now Mr. <laughs> to me. Um, we played some all-in-one sports. Um, I think every well, a couple, couple of you guys have already played this or tested it. At I've least, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we went in and done a multiplayer. We went through the whole lot. He recorded a video. I think he uploaded it today or maybe last night, uh, where we tested it all out. Very wee sports. Um, mm. Annoyingly, only supports two players, which is weird because most of the sports oh. 
you know, they they should you should be able to play with four people. Um, but yeah, their decision. I don't know why. I I was surprised at that as well. I thought yeah. this would be at least four player. Yeah. Um, and there's even like one section. I think it's the archery when there were like three different archers lined up. Yeah, I mean, and you're like, it's very strange. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping maybe maybe it was like a you know like let's get it out with two players, see how it goes, and then maybe we'll increase it to four. But you no, know, I really like. I really enjoyed the baseball, and you know, I think I won that one. And I hated the basketball, which Doc completely annihilated me on. I mean, it wasn't even a competition, and that was his favorite. Maybe, and, maybe you're winning and losing. Is what, I'm seeing it. What you like? <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing it. <laughs> well, it's I mean, like yeah, here. it's true. I mean, a trend. I, if I can't get a if I can't get a ball that in that net, and you know, or basket, I'm not going to enjoy it. I guess so. What did yeah. you think of the archery? Uh, it kind of worked and it kind of didn't. I liked the the feel of it and it was yeah. nice to aim. Uh, the whole going with the arrow. So when you shoot an arrow off the camera, you you're, you basically turn into a, a follow cam and then it hits target and you can see what it is. The first couple of times I did, it was a bit jarring. It was like, well, I wasn't expecting that. After a couple of times, you know, it was, it was fine. I, it was all right, actually. It yeah, comes I, out of nowhere. Yeah, it's, there's no warning. <laughs> you know, once once it happens, it's great. Um, you know, once you get used to it, it's it's quite enjoyable. Um, so yeah, we went through the whole of the game, and uh, uh, he beat me. I would say so. You know, maybe <laughs> you guys should take him on because he's the current champ. So, <laughs> um, as Bol said, I jumped into Crystal Raiders VR. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bolt pretty much described what the whole game was like. Um, there is six levels. We played all six, and we got to a boss. And the boss, it was pretty <laughs> tough. That was a pretty tough boss. So you're... <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, you only get one life, obviously, because um, you, as soon as you get turned into a chicken, there's no way of turning you back from a chicken without a, I don't know, a de-chicken of fire podium. I don't know if that's there. An altar, a resurrection yeah, altar. Yeah, it's weird. But none of them are the exist boss. in the boss level. Yeah. So you, you have to kind of like, it's a, it's a classic Nintendo old school kind of boss repeats actions and you've got to work out what it does next, you know, so you're all prepared. Learn the pattern. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and when players start turning into chickens, I mean, there's nothing they could do other than running around and like, you know, jumping on bombs or whatever. But, we got through it, like you said, and um, it was a fun. It was a fun game. Me, Bowl, sadly it's Bradley and Jep. Uh, we yeah, got through the whole thing. Waiting for more levels, and I definitely think we should all play that when it all comes out. But it's not easy, you know. I'm going to say that now. Two hours in that boss. Oh yeah, it actually demands cooperation at points. Mm. But you know, that's that's hard. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard. It's hard for a group of friends we all love. It, yeah. <laughs> so that that sounds like you've played with us before, Bob. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no. No, it's just there are um, there are like uh, ground tiles that fall down after you walk over them. Mm-hmm. So if not everyone goes over in a timely manner, there will be nothing else, nothing left to walk on. Yeah. Which which happened, but I mean that's yeah. Yeah. I had some technical issues during the stream, so I it, it I I pretty much blame that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you have technical <laughs> issues, it leaves a bad taste regardless. But I'd, yeah, we definitely should go back to that. Um, again, Seeking Dawn uh, is another game I played. Bowl pretty much <laughs> recapped all the problems we had there. Um, 
25 minutes of play, an hour and 35 minutes worth of wasted time. I would go back. I would go back into it and and try it out because I feel like when I went into this game, all I was hearing from people I spoke to, which wasn't a lot of people, but the people I did speak to, uh, said the game wasn't very good. So I was like, you know, it can't be that bad. And going back, going in and only getting 25 minutes worth of play because of a, an issue that might potentially be my fault, not the game's, because of what I did. I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't judge. So maybe I'll go in and play it solo. Maybe I'll, I won't, but I'll we'll see. Because I, <laughs> I have it, and I, I got it when it first released, and I'd be happy to go back and have a look. And I have got further than the pair of you did when I mean, I that, that would be well, perfect. I'd be happy to give it a shot again. Yeah, that'd be perfect, because I think what it is is we need someone who knows what the game's all about and how things work, because we didn't even get to crafting, we didn't get to building, we, did, we had a, the first gun, you know, just... just like, yeah. this can't be it. So. But the game I want to talk about was a game we played last night. It was a collection of people that we all jumped in. Bo was there, Ham, who's in chat, he was there, and a few other people. Buck, you were going to join, but you had problems I, with your hotels. I was. Yeah. But I had issues with control methods um not working right so so, um, so the game it is would work and then it wouldn't work and then it would work and then yeah. it wouldn't work so yeah. so the game we're talking about is jetborne racing so that's the game we played last night um hota support buck like you said had problems but i jumped in it was fine for me i think bowl you had a little bit of problems at the start getting in but once they were sorted i think it was beta steam vr beta related problems um, well, that's what it seems like anyway. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I haven't tried turning it on and off and stuff, but yeah, it worked after that. Yeah. And um, I had to bind my controllers manually. Um, but I also don't have a single setup like T Flight. I got the T16000, blah, right. blah, whatever, which is just a model up. Okay. And it's two separate devices in, in USB, so I can't just choose T Flight. It's two different devices. Gotcha. So. Okay. I've got yeah. the, but it worked in the end. I've got the bog standard T Flight. Hotus X is it? Is it? I, I can't remember. Um, T Flight X, I think. Yeah, it's the <laughs> most like standard plug and play one there is, and sometimes that's quite useful. Um, so this game is a racing game, and it's a racing game with jets, and it's by the same company that created uh, VTOL VR, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. Which I haven't played, but after playing that last night, I really I really do like the sound of it, and I think I'll pick it up. And um, yeah, so uh, you fly around in these tunnels, and you you race each other. It's it's quite it's quite hard. It's the only thing I can say. You go around corners, and you've got g-force, so g-force can actually black you out. So if you go around too hard, you're gonna black out. If you go around too light, you're gonna crash into a wall. You got to get it real, kind of like you know, perfect to get around that corner. The first couple of times we played this, um, I played this. I was just crashing all over the place. Luckily, I got about twenty minutes worth of practice in before we started, so I won the first two races. But you know, other than that, you know, <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, I was having all sorts of trouble. But you re you pick it up really well, and once once you figure out how to control this thing once you once you know how to get around the courses 
you really do feel like you're maverick and you know it's all just coming to you you know and you actually can fly this thing and you're like it's amazing and, and the cockpit looks perfect everything about it feels really great and there's a spectator view which you can have and then you can see the plane as well and the plane have flaps that pop up and the wings go in as you're going into like you know boost and corners and, and, and all sorts of things like that and it's it's really quite spectacular um and it and like i said it feels great um i think we played one two three about, about five maps and um i think we had all tunnels they're all tunnels i mean there's one bit in i think it was the moon base that will uh where you go outside and you go into zero g and it's really cool because you get these little air jets that pop up on the front of your plane and when you start more maneuvering... More like vacuum than CRG, you're saying? I think so, yeah. And, and what happens is when you maneuver out there, instead of obviously the normal way you would maneuver, you blast the air jets to just maneuver a little bit while you're in zero G. That's only a little section, but yeah, majority of the time it is tunnels and you're going around and you smash into everything when you first play it. See, this, this is what I thought the... What's the game where you control the with your hand you played it paul what's the one a z race yeah see this is what i thought z race was going to be z race going to be z race i've tweeted out that they're going to be launching a a bit soon for cockpit mode they've nearly got it already they're going to want to beta test mm. it soon which so one one thing i did get working when i tried it was you can actually have a virtual hotas where you can grab it with your motion controllers mm. um it's not impossible to <laughs> you're going yeah. too fast for that to really work. It was like it's nice, and it's the same thing they do in VTOL VR. And in VTOL VR, it works because it's a big open world, and you can go wherever you want and do stuff. So that that works fine. Um, but when you're trying to stay within the limits of this sort of tunnel, it's it's so difficult with. Mm. Um, with a virtual hotas is it's nuts yeah we we were we were told that if we're going to play this and we have a hotas and definitely do it because you'd be at a massive disadvantage if you had mm. the virtual hotas and yeah i think uh, a few of us were on desktop as well so it could be played vr and desktop um yeah, that's quite cool it's um it's also got Mario Kart mode I, I mean i'm not sure if that's actually the official name but that's what we called it it's where you pick up boosts or missiles or mines and things like that and you drop them around for other people to you know obviously have problems with um mm. and and there was also halfway through our games we turned on collision mode so before i think it was the first two or three if you had one little clip on the wall that was it you were crashed and you'd start again from a little way back and keep them going we turned on collision mode where you had a shield or a hull which dropped down to zero. Oh, yeah. um, I yeah, actually... You can change wall damage type, like if it was realistic or, or intermediate or light. Mm. That's what we're talking about, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I found that I played so much better when it was realistic wall damage. So one clip and you're dead. Um, mainly because I was piloting and flying like as 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 best as I could because I knew one little clip and that's it you're down so I was really doing well as soon as that came as soon as that was turned on and we could clip the walls you know four or five times 
yeah, that was it. I was just smashing into everything more because I knew I could, and I, my flying was getting worse and worse. And then, and then Bowl became the new flight leader and won the last two. I think the last two Yay. races. I went from the bottom to the top, but without having the ability to bounce off walls, I don't think that would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was saved, saved by the difficulty mode, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I, which is the same on, uh, on, on Synth Riders. Like, if we play the easier difficulties, yeah, that, <laughs> then that works. But, you yeah. know, when you ramp it up, it all goes to hell. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, you kind of rely on other people crashing to get through if you're... Uh, if you got it on hard difficulty. So, yeah, we, we, we were playing that for last night for a couple of hours. I didn't stream it. Bowl did, if you want to check it out. And also Ham, I believe, who's in chat. You know, you can go watch his videos. It's, it's a really good game. And I think it's out this month at the end. We had a bit of a preview beta build. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, yes, so, I'd highly recommend getting it. Something worth, worth mentioning. Sorry, yeah, the... the the spectator camera is pretty awesome because it can show you on the game view on the desktop, it can show the plane from the outside, but it also focuses on planes near you. So if someone is coming up, like trying to pass you, they will actually, the camera will aim at that one, showing you in the foreground and then aim at the opponent. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. Which made for really, really dynamic shots in the, mm. in the spectator view. So that was pretty awesome. I didn't see it, but yeah. the people watching my stream saw it. They're like, oh, this is great. I'm like, what? What? I can't see this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, that seems like it should be in any racing game, pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah. So good job on that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I am um, determined to get it working because it does look like a lot of fun. One thing I noticed, which I liked watching both stream, is in the multiplayer. It sort of like um, takes your Steam profile picture and sticks it on the tail of the design, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you can like see. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that's just a nice little something really so good. simple, but a nice little touch up. Obviously, I noticed it, so it's it's effective because I was mm. like, oh, that's quite a nice idea. Mm. Makes so it a lot easier to differentiate the. Yeah. I probably had to see in the game because you probably not want to look who's who's got pictures at the end of the plane that's overtaken you. Yeah. Maybe the desktop mode has like spectator if you've gone if yeah. you're already finished or something. I don't know. But yeah, you get can customize your colors and uh, it also colorizes your gloves or your your whole dress that you have in the oh, plane. Okay. So it's, mm. it's it's pretty you know competent in when it comes to both multiplayer features and customization and mm. and for streaming with the spectator camera. When, yeah. when Vito VR is a very competent flying game. Yeah. That, is, that is actually really really good. Um, so if it's from the same development team, then you would expect them to have the flying mechanics down perfectly. I think, I think one of the devs was in the race. Um, what was his name? Something... I don't know. Let's, uh, get it I wasn't one like... The Great, oh, the the great Overlord of Cheese. Yeah. That was it. I think that was a beta tester. <laughs> oh, the beta tester, sorry. Um, um, but dev, the developer was in Ham's chat. Oh, okay, right. So he was watching. Uh, yeah. He, and we were judging. He was, he was really good. <laughs> He was really good at it. And uh, another, another thing about the game, which is a really good nice touch, is at the end you get to uh, sit on a spectator machine gun. So once you finish the race, you can sit on the sidelines with a machine gun, like a minigun, and you can shoot at all the planes that are still on racing. So you can actually <laughs> affect the outcome of the game uh, if you've already finished it, which is a good, nice little touch. And then at the end you get your podiums where you can shake the bottles of champagne all over each other and 
lift up your trophy oh. and post a post a picture. All in all, very well, very well developed, and you know, great game. Highly recommend it when it comes out. Uh, a funny detail about the the minigun at the end. Um, it it's totally harkens back to Bomberman. Some of the Bomberman versions. When you died, you actually got uh, to oh, sit, yeah. uh, drive out the outside mm. edge and you can throw bombs in and get back into the game. Yeah. It's not exactly that, but it's the same spirit. So mm. <laughs> I think it's I think it's hilarious. And uh, but but you called, you joined, you crashed out and joined back in as a, a spectator. Yeah. Could you so, actually use the minigun already? No, no. When I when I tried to when I tried to smash into you. Because I was getting quite close, and I thought maybe I could just smash into his plane. I ended up smashing into the wall, and then the whole game crashed on me. And <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get back in. I mean, there's, it, there there was a couple of bugs, but I think that was mainly down to me um, and the fact I never had my controllers charged or something. I don't know. I couldn't couldn't do anything. Um, I was just. But you couldn't shoot with the minigun when you joined. Back no, in. I couldn't. I couldn't join back in. Like I tried to join the spectator, right, right. and every time I got into it, it just kicked me straight back out again. Um, it's probably something I was doing wrong. How? Yeah, you scared me. Like I'll join a spectator and shoot you. I'm like, well, I'm first. Don't do that. <laughs> Holy crap! How, yeah, that how was horrifying. You, if you're playing with like a hotas. Yes. How do you? shoot the minigun you, 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 no, you, you tend to just leave your controllers somewhere close so when you get to those right. sections okay. you pick them up and you start shooting them and uh yeah that's what that's what i did anyway i mean there are some things you can do in the cockpit as well with your hands so you can push buttons turn on off things um most of the time you don't need to do any of that but the option is there so okay yeah yeah, I definitely want to try and get it working and actually give it a shot properly. I think you'd really like um, it. I think it's up so your, your type I, of game. I love cockpit stuff, don't I? Mm. I really like flying games. I really like space combat stuff and flying games. So I'm, you know, I'm desperate for Microsoft Flight Simulator to actually run in VR well, <laughs> um, so that I can actually play it. Because you know, 30 frames a second in VR is not fun. When you play that one, it's horrible. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it working. And I just, I'm sure it's something to do with my um, uh, different controllers that I've got plugged in. So everything was getting a bit confusing. What's what? So we'll have to see. Because technically, I've got what a steering wheel, a separate set of pedals, a Hotas, an Xbox controller. Adds quite a lot, really. So I probably just need to turn things off. There was something in the options um, that said you could use pedals uh, to do other things as well. So you can yeah, mix you, and match. Generally, with flying stuff, you use pedals as rudders. Okay, right. Um, yeah, that was quite it. common in okay. most things. That's for. Is that rolling? No, rudder is turning. So yeah. Jaw. Yes, um, but you use it in conjunction with the. Um, so you won't turn a huge amount using your rudders but when you use it in turn with roll it does make you turn faster so right you have to use it all together uh it's the way that it works um yeah because usually you have it on like the twist of the joystick that was it it was on the yeah. twist yeah 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 but it, it it was kind of funky because it only it kind of turned your plane sideways but it kept going in the same direction <laughs> yeah. so i'm like oh okay um yeah. uh okay <laughs> 
yeah. It's it's all about using uh, the the angle that you can turn and the angle that you are rolling to and the angle that you're pulling uh, pitching to as well. And you have to combine those three things to get the optimum angle when you're flying. It's it's quite complex. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like we lucked out with his problems because he might have won quite a few races. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Who can say? I mean, I've got, what, 600-odd hours in Elite Dangerous, which is flying and uses the same sort of mechanic, even though it's in space, unless you turn off flight assist. Um, so maybe. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll have a look. Anyway. Yeah, it should be quite good. Right, I'll go through what I've been doing, shall I? Um, obviously, because I've got Quest 2, I've been trying out Quest 2 games. So I played, what, Walkabout Mini Golf uh, with Ashley. Um, good game. That's fun. Very good that's, game. That's really good. Yeah, it's, really good. <laughs> it's it's just like, this is brilliant. It, did you, it's very simple, very easy to play. Did you do the ball hunt when you go looking for all the hidden balls on every course? Yes, so on every course, there's a ball hidden on every hole. Um, which you can have and then you can add and you can select that ball yeah. to use in the game and that sort of thing. Yeah, great, great maps. They, you know, I think they've got five main maps now and then there's harder versions of those maps as well. And you can choose whether you want to play 18 or uh, 9 and you can pick the front 9 or the back 9 and that sort of thing. So that's fun. It's quite good. It works really well. Multiplayer is really good. So you can just all jump in together i don't know how many in total but we had two i have done four in the past but yeah it's lovely it's, it's a really nice little game um the other thing i wanted to try with the quest 2 was Airlink. um so you can play oculus pc games wirelessly over a 5g network so i'm lucky i've got a 5g router i thought okay we'll give that a try so i tried stormlands because i thought let's give it something that's quite high end when it comes to the Oculus games and quite, you know, and flawless, frankly. I I was really surprised and very impressed how well that worked. Um, I have not streamed anything on the Quest 2 yet. I still need to play around and work out the best way of doing that sort of stuff. Um, But yeah, Stormlands, the other problem with doing that is I've now got quite back into Stormlands. Um, (laughs) So I might have to, um, I was playing that literally just before we came on the podcast as well. Um, Zombieland, the Headshot Fever, I think it's called, which is mm-hmm. um, some of that. That's that's fun. It's just a quick. It's a light gun game, really. It's it reminds me of things like Point Blank, where it's like rapid fire on the different things and get to to the next level and try and beat the scores and the times every time. There was a competition going on, which is why I was given a key um, by their community leader, who's Gamer Tag, and. Uh, there's a competition of get through the first three levels as quick as you can. Um, some chap, Scorpio, I think his name was, yes. managed to do it in 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of them takes me 45 seconds in that. <laughs> and I, I think a lot of people went, yeah, I'm not going up against that. Um, but that's insane to do that in that. But it, it's fun. You've got different weapons. You've got different perks. You can jump through. Um, you can, it's like if you get a headshot, um, it slows down time so you get more chance to aim properly and shoot and that sort of thing. But the idea is, is clear it as quick as you can and just move, 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 move. Um, yeah, so the idea is, I think, like what a lot of them did um, is like get those two headshots that slows down time, try and keep yeah. a constant move of those two headshots so time's always slow. But yeah, yeah it takes some... It is tough. It is tough. And you, your aim has to be dead on as well. There's no aim assist in this thing at all. It's literally... 
you have to aim and you have to aim right otherwise it ain't gonna hit and i love it i used to love all the light gun stuff when i was growing up i had you know the one for the master system i had the super scope for the nintendo six uh sorry the nintendo snares um yeah so you know i i've always liked light gun stuff point blank is a favorite of mine I point blank's unbelievable point blank was unbelievable Point Blank is the best light gun game ever made that you don't kill anything in. People forget this about Point Blank. Everything was targets of some description. Mm-hmm. You didn't actually kill anything. Yeah, And it was brilliant. And multiplayer is even better. The, the 1v1 that they do in Point Blank was superb. When I went to EGX last time, when we were allowed and it was available, they had a Point Blank arcade, arcade machine. Thing, yeah. And it was winner stays on, and I was on for like five guys in a row, and it was like, okay, so I'll I'll go now, not this sort of thing. But it was brilliant. Can't I would love to see Point Blank implemented in VR. That would be magical. I would love that. So um, if anyone's anyone's in the chat, and quick, I've shot a quest key for Zombieland in the chat. Oh, there you go. If anybody wants to be quick and try and get that, I highly recommend it. Really, really fun. Really fun. It at first it's quite tough. <laughs> But once you start to learn the levels and you it becomes more like muscle memory the more you do it and then it's like okay you want to shoot that one first this one first that one first yeah which order do i want to take them out and then you know learning what else you have and there's like hidden things in the levels you can shoot to get extra bonuses and stuff and unlock different weapons oh yeah I, i'd recommend it i think it's really good fun um i always put it down when i played it it's a very pick up and play game if you just got a few yeah a few spare 10 15 minutes you can yeah Try and beat your best score in it. it. Absolutely. It's just pick up and play and go. And it's like 10 minutes and then you're done. And it, it is hard, though. It's not easy to get through. I mean, there was some of the levels when I started, it's like I didn't even get through it the first time. But it's because as you get further in each level, you learn what the different zombies do and who they are and, you know, and what to use against them and that sort of thing. It's, oh, this perk and this gun will help me here. and this, uh, So you, you learn that sort of stuff. Other one I played for the first time was In Death, Unchained on that. That's another archery game. That's probably the best archery I've ever used. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And especially because for me, it was, uh, well, for anyone who uses Quest, it's outside in tracking. So I'm pulling my you know, bow and I've literally got it back here where the camera can't see it, but it's still working and doing what it should. Um, I was really, really impressed with In Death and it gets pretty busy. It starts off nice and simple and drags you in slowly, but then it really ramps up the pace later. And it's have, all, you, have you level? Have you leveled enough to get the crossbow? It's miles better. No, no. When you get that crossbow, you'll never go back to the bow and arrow. No. So, so I've got I've got the different arrows. So I've got fire arrows and ice yeah. arrows. Um, I do find the buttons, I get my hands confused of what I'm trying to do. And it's like, oh no, this button, because it's like, I want to grab this and throw that so I can dodge this way, but then you hit a wrong button. Yeah, it's great. But I um, really, really like Undeath. Um, Darknet, which is quite fun. Uh, Is that the puzzle one? That's the puzzle one where you're hacking hacking, different systems. I enjoy that, yeah. That's good, and it's a good puzzle game. And it makes you think because it's and like I can only I've only got this amount of money to spend on these different things. So do I want to do I want to hack that? Or do I want to hack this? Or what's the best way of doing all of this to unlock all the different things? Um, and it's like every level is timed as well, um, but it does it really tests you. 
you really start looking, you know, thinking, uh, but not trying to spend too long thinking about the best way to do it and how much money you've got to buy different stuff. But I, I'm impressed with Darknet. And it's, it's very immersive as well because you're literally standing in a sphere and it just, when you go, okay, I'm going to hack that one, it'll throw you into the sphere and then you've got a different type of hacking that you have to do inside. Um, yeah, really, really like Darknet. That's good. Um, I would get up early. Dark, Sorry? Does Darknet have motion controller support now, or is it yes. gamepad? No, nope, right, okay. motion controller is what I was doing. And it worked nice. really well. It was very, very good. But yeah, I would say Darknet is probably one of the best puzzle games that I've played. Um, there's a hell of, hell of a lot of puzzle. There's a hell of a lot of content in it as well. It's huge. Um, I barely kind of funny the surface. Because Darknet was like, I think in the Oculus... It won the Oculus uh, Game Jam in 2014, I think. Or was it even 13? It doesn't I think surprise me at all. So it's, it's, it's like a really old game now. And I think maybe the first game of E. McNeil, that is the sole developer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I did some testing for that way back when I was still super active on Reddit. <laughs> so um, it's a game with history and um, certainly has uh, stayed updated. Does it have live support? <laughs> no, I did check. That would be great. Right? Would look, it would. It would look amazing with live support. It all around just in, in the middle with it all going around. It would look yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I, it was one of the first things I checked because I'm like, if this has live support, I am streaming the fuck out of this. Um, but no, it was yeah, same. Box VR every, twice a week in the mornings, getting up at six o'clock in the morning, trying to lose some of the lockdown weight that I've put on because I've become a chunky monkey. Um, we're trying to do that. Um, so, of course, a competizione. Horribly in VR. It's just not optimized at all. Um, but the game that I want to play more than, I want to talk about more than anything else is actually From Other Sons, uh, which is an Oculus exclusive, um, which is quite an old game. And it's brilliant. And I don't know why I haven't played this sooner, apart from... I didn't have an Oculus headset to do it, even though I have discovered that it rebides as well, so I've been playing it in the index now. Um, basically, From Other Sons is FTL in VR. It's awesome! You have your crew on a ship, you could have three players, you're all on a ship, and then you, you're literally jumping through and trying to get to Earth. And every time you jump, something happens in the place that you jump. Um, and it could be there's a pirate ship and they're going to attack you. Then it's like, okay... Do you want to fight back or do you want to transport over to their ship and take them out? And you can do it that way. But they can also teleport to your ship. And it's, yeah, it's nuts. Or you might go, the next jump is a space station where you can upgrade your ship and do different things. And there's all different weapons you can get. And playing that together with people is great. Is it, it's, one, it's one I've always wanted to play, no. but I was always told by, well, Zim, um, UK, <laughs> UK Rifter, who right. unfortunately doesn't do much VR now, but. You give there's like it's one that you, it's best to be played with free with the free people, yeah. not going no, to your own. So I've yeah, never bothered it with it because I always just no. want I always want to think get I'm it, gonna have to revive find it and we will go in and play. It's brilliant. I'm absolutely sold on this thing. I can. Always makes me think ever. like from what I've ever seen of it, it, just makes me think Mass Effect as well, which is like one of my favorite. Series, yeah, it, so. it's got that kind of vibe to it as well. But it is is literally every and every game is random, so it's not the same thing every time. So different things can happen as you go. Um, you have a certain amount of crew, 
So if you die, you'll become another member of the crew. When all the crew are gone, well, all the crew are gone apart from one of you, you come back as a robot. <laughs> so if you die as a robot, they're just 3D printed and you come back again as a robot. <laughs> Done. So you keep going. But you have to keep alive the one person who is a, an actual person. Otherwise, game over. But it's, it's great. I love it. You can upgrade your ship so you can do further jumps. You can you know, get more power. You have to repair systems on your ship. So if they break, you get a repair tool where you have to go and fix them. So, for example, same thing in FTL. If you're getting shot at in your ship, you might get um, something blown out of the hole. So there's a big hole and you're losing oxygen. So you've got to go and repair that hole. And, yeah, I, it's great. I mean, if you played FTL. No. Yes. Anyone play FTL? But also, I have also played this game with Zim oh, okay. actually, pre-release even I think. Hmm. Um, so that's the 20, one game. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, he's wanted to play this with me for a very long time, and I've always been. Eh, it's thirty quid. It's quite a lot of money for what it is, and it's quite an old game. I have no regrets in spending the money on that because it's great, and I would love to play it with loads of different people. Definitely want to play it with Dark, and, and if you want to get it for all, definitely come uh -huh. in. But, Worth yeah. mentioning is that it's an Oculus exclusive. Yes, mm. it yeah. is an Oculus on PC. Exclusive. Yeah, um, yep. You can only play it on. You can only get it on the Oculus Store, um, but it does work with Revive. So if you have uh, an Index or you want to use uh, a different headset, you can do it with Revive because I tested that out and it was flawless. I had no issues whatsoever. That's actually how I played it originally, yeah. But okay. it kind of sucks with Vive controllers because the the trackpad doesn't translate to the stick very well. Right. But now with index controllers, it should in index theory work perfect as is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely perfect. Even the angle on the guns wasn't off, which I found sometimes with Revive. I know in Stormland in particular, the guns feel slightly off on the angle, and there's no way you can adjust them. Didn't feel that way in this at all. Not but like yeah, you know, transporting, transporting with your crew over to another ship and investigating what's going on and blowing things away and shooting the pirates and stealing their stuff and then hacking their cargo bay and nicking all of their stuff and then teleporting back to your ship and running away and stuff. It's great. It's really good this, fun. This reminds me of... Zim had a very... Reminds me of Pulsar. Is that is that what you would say this game's like? I would say it's I would say it's equivalent to Pulsar, but this is much better, much better. Mm. How many players? Yeah. It, three, three, three. Um, but also, it's not just give you an example, right? I I haven't streamed for like three weeks because I just couldn't muster anything exciting for me to go and do. This is the first thing I streamed. When I after playing it for a little while, I was like, okay, this is worth doing. So me, Zim, and Serpo all did a stream together. Uh, me and Zim had quite an argument at the beginning, which <laughs> was quite amusing. Um, and then I'm going to ask you guys this. If someone says to you, do not accept the deal, and your options are accept and reject, what would you do? Accept. He, he said, oh, do, do not, not accept. accept the deal. Yeah, accept. <laughs> accept. I'd accept it. I'd accept it because I go against fine. the system. No, no, the no, system. Fine. <laughs> fine. Let's, let's I, imagine. I know the answer. I'm keeping out of this. Right. So, so <laughs> if I, I said, oh, okay, I'll reject the deal because he'd said, don't accept it. What he actually meant to say was, don't touch anything. And the reason for this is, he and Serpo had jumped over to that ship, 
that was making the deal with me, I hit reject, and then the ship went, oh, okay, fine, bye, and jumped out into hyperspace and killed both of them because they weren't in our area. So he was very annoyed with me. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. I would... I now own it. I've just been buying it on the app while I've been looking down there. Good man. We will hop into this, Paul. You're going to like this. This is good. It's very good. But yeah, from other sums, it's it's old. It's classic. I would highly recommend it to anyone. Uh, yeah, really, really impressed with that. And that, I think, is what everyone has played. The reason we've been talking about games quite a lot there's not much news at the minute. It's <laughs> what no. we've discovered. Um, so we just happened. drag this out a bit more. Um, one thing we should mention is Cold earlier said we had a good weekend. And the main reason me and Cold had a really nice weekend is we, we headed off to see the good doctor and drop him off a nice present, uh, which a bunch of us had all clubbed together and purchased for him. And Doc is now the proud owner of an index. So he's currently working out how to get that working. But it was really nice to see Doc again. It was really nice to meet you, Cold, for the first time, and you're a good yeah, lady. You too. Um, but I like the things. Don't sound too enthusiastic about that. This all started from a joke of the GoFundMe that yeah. Doc had a really terrible stream where he, I don't think he even managed to play a game. So as a joke in the chat, I started GoFundMe to help create Dr. Index VR. And that started the idea of all of us clubbing together. Um, that, that's sitting here now, as well as 13, Jep. Um, my girlfriend also put tools because she loves watching Doc. And uh, Skiva, I believe it was, he also put it in. Yes. Have I missed anyone? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've missed anyone. No, I think... No, nobody. Mm. Um, that's everyone. Should- I mean, this started off as a joke, and then we've had this private little um, Discord chat between everyone that's chipped in um, to deal with it. So, yeah, but um, the funny thing was is Doc didn't know we were coming. So you did your sort of Columbo detective work yes. and found I his s- wife on I Facebook. S- <laughs> I completely DM'd his wife out of the blue and said, hi, I'm just some random guy who knows Doc, maybe you've heard of me. Uh, luckily, she had. So she carried on talking. <laughs> <laughs> and she flexing your YouTube there. Maybe you've heard of me. I'm sort of a big deal. <laughs> I'd Man, love it if she just went, no. No? Who are you? <laughs> that's, that, well, that's that idea over. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, mm. and she, she helped us out a lot by getting him to go down to the to the restaurant we met at and under the illusion that he was taking her out for her birthday, which it was. So even more props (laughs) to his, his, (laughs) his wife. And, uh, absolutely Carrie. Yeah. Carrie was awesome. And and she, she kept the secret or everyone kept the secret. No one actually said anything to him at all. We didn't know anything about it. Mm. Um, we've all got little videos. We actually asked the girl at the front of the house in the pub that we were at at the restaurant. Go, we showed her a picture of Doc and said, when this guy comes, can you just give us a nod or a thumbs up just so we know he's here and we can all start recording on our phones? And it was quite funny, actually, because his sort of arm came round the corner and, <laughs> and popped up. <laughs> <like that. laughs> um, and we were like, oh, all the phones come out. And it was, it was quite fun because as Doc walked in, um, he sort of 
looked over at the table, saw me and Cold sit there. Now he's met me before, and obviously he's going to recognise Cold anyway, um, from where we've done podcasts together and stuff, and we've seen these, we have these chats quite a lot, video chats, and um, he sort of clocked us, didn't notice, and then stopped and looked again, and it was a proper double take. It was the and definition of a double take, up, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's like even though he's masked up, and all you can see is the eyes. You could tell that it was like, what the hell? <laughs> this sort of look on his face. And he's like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. We didn't get tears. Um, there, didn't there, there was one. There was one. I saw it. There was one. I, I saw it. Notice it. There was one. <laughs> there was one. He was welling up, proper welling up. If the cameras weren't on and filming, he probably wouldn't have done it. However... We did get tears later because Doc decided to do a setup stream and an unboxing, and he did end up crying at the end of that one. Mm. <laughs> we had um, the best thing is um, when Cole shared the video of us, it's gonna. Doc, I know Doc's put out in the video, so keep an eye out for that. He's gonna put his his reaction stuff out. But I said to Cole yeah. when he shared it with us in the in the chat, there's a part of that where he's like. I thought I knew Civic. I thought you've never sounded so Yorkshire in your life when he, he said <laughs> yes. that on that video. I was like, that was so Yorkshire. It was good. I thought I knew Civic. Yeah. I was like, get in. <laughs> oh, I know somebody's got one of them. And that's me. And then sort of yeah. No, it was great. It was really lovely. And again, it was lovely to see everyone. That was really nice. We, sh- we should also mention that 13 made a little figurine <gasps> of, of Doc. Um, I think it's his mm. streamer. Funky. It's yeah, faulty Muppet it. design, isn't it's it? It's a faulty, it's faulty Muppet and, and made a, a Drew Doc, basically, a faulty Doc. It was unbelievable. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. really, really smart. And it's got like the little coat and everything. There are, if you go to Doc's stream there and his Twitter, there are pictures of it all up there and that sort of thing. It was quite funny actually because he, like, he tweeted out in the day. Oh, I'm wearing jeans for the first time in ages because I've been stuck in the house all the time and locked down. Mm. Like, so I'm taking the wife out and I like reply going, oh, that'd be nice for you. Yeah. Well, this, even though we're all sitting in the pub waiting for him. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but no. Was I was, just, I was um, laughing when, when I tweeted when I was like, if only you knew. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. But no, it was, it was really nice to see everyone. And we're, we're, the main reason we did it is to try and help Doc with his audio issues that he has all the time with his Oculus. Um, but no, it's it's going to be exciting to see what he comes up with and what he manages to get done with the index now. I've already uh, I've already had a tech issue um, event today. Um, <laughs> it's not his fault, but for some reason, Steam VR thinks he's left-handed on every single game he's playing, and we don't know why yet. Which would be perfect yeah. for you, Buck, if you could figure I was out. Say that'd be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I'd be really happy with that. It, it's basically I don't know why it's doing this, but uh, Half Life Alex and I think Contractors, it, it's swapping the movement stick over from the left controller to the right controller, and he's having to rebind it back again, which is really strange, and we can't work out why. Mm. It's a new, in a new chat, index problem. Know. It's a new yeah. index problem. New. I wish I had that problem. I'd like to also thank Game Legend said nice one found out Doc in a super chat. He donated four ninety nine. Nice one. Nice one, Game Legend. Very cool. Right. That's pretty much all we've got, isn't it? Oh, there's it, the Kickstarter. Kickstart I don't know who put it in there. It's not doing very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 
I put that in, and we might. It has more than two weeks left, so we can take that next time because I haven't. You can sign up as a tester, uh, okay. so I guess I could check the demo out. Um, it's that a social platform. Yeah, it's not a big social mm. thing in it. Well, I look mm. at it. Well, let's check the chat and see if there is any questions. I have collected two questions. Ooh, oh, nice. two. Yep, I've seen two questions as well. Probably the same <laughs> yeah. ones. Uh, well, 13 Pretty Things asked, what is the main thing that makes or breaks a VR game? Immersion is mm. the main thing that makes or breaks it. That's very abstract, man. It is. I'm a very abstract person. Um, no, that, that, would be my, <laughs> that would be my main thing. And some games do it and some games don't. Like, in between levels, don't throw me into darkness. Don't do that. Make That's a good thing. Before. That's, you know, something concrete to yeah. point out. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't, find, don't do that. Mm. I find for me, and I know it's like a whole area on usability, uh, but for me, if a game doesn't offer smooth locomotion, it can break a game for me. Mm. Mm. And mm. This is what I was going to point to as well, that like comfort options and locomotion options can't totally put someone off a game um like i i don't need smooth turning but if there is fade to black teleport i will hate hate the experience mm. <laughs> because oh, it's the constant flickering yeah. of yeah we need it options just breaks it doesn't it? it 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 removes the flow of the game when that happens mm. um unless it's part of the game but you know as you know it's part of the story or the tale that they're telling or something then fine but when it's like that, it's, it, I find it interesting you say snap turning's okay because I find snap turning more jarring. Yeah, that's the same. Worse me. for my head than mm. smooth. Who turning. said snap turning is okay? You did. I just said I he's not about bothered about smooth turning. No, he said he's not bothered. It, yeah. No, just, I don't. I turn in my space. I don't do any artificial turning. That's how I play. I mean, we, the game we played uh, the other day, Crystal Raiders, uh, that's only got snap turning, and it has smooth turning coming soon, which is a bit strange. Um, but I find it... Uh, I'll drop it down to zero, because if I accidentally catch that, and then all of a sudden I'm looking somewhere else, that's going to really you know, screw me over and screw me up. Um, I would turn smooth it turning on. Yeah, yeah. I would turn smooth turning on if I could, and I just wouldn't use it. Because if you nudge that with smooth turning, it's not going to mess you up. You know what I mean? It's just going to, oh, I've nudged it. I've turned a little bit. Not a problem. With snap, 45 degrees, I'm the wrong way. You know? I, I would also say don't move me involuntary. Um, yeah. That so if, if I can run around, great. I'll use the sticks to run around. Don't move me without me controlling it. Because that's again a surefire thing for a lot of people. Um, like I do understand oh yeah. why there's teleport and things, obviously, because some people yeah. just can't handle it. But when a game doesn't offer smooth turning, it just that'll break. I won't. I won't, I, mean, I don't want to play it now. Obviously, these games where you don't need need it, like uh, it's like headshot fevers, like click thing. But it's because you're not gonna free run around those areas anyway, so that's not so bad. No. But it's, it's games that should again, have it and only shot teleport there. The that's mm-hmm. part is of this, the gameplay loop, and that works is, because you're smooth- not. Sorry, you're not directing yourself in that game. You're not moving yourself, mm-hmm. but you have a path that is set. Yeah, and you basically look at where you want to go, and it goes straight there, yeah. and that's fine. Is smooth turning just for streaming, or because? Yeah, I'm just curious because 
I can see it as a presentation thing because yes. you keep facing the camera if you're on stream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have a camera that way because I don't want to do smooth turning. I want to have I want to have the immersion I, of the, my it, 360 tracking. It's an interesting point to bring up actually <laughs> because before I streamed and was playing VR, I was moving around my play space everywhere. Okay. Then when I started streaming, I had to train myself to face one direction and use the turning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now I find it more difficult to do the full turning around stuff and it, it really it also really depends on the game so for example something like pavlov or contractors i will turn physically i will move around physically because it's easier to acquire my target by actually moving myself rather than doing the smooth turning well, so I must, it, it does depend on the game i must be the only person who has uses a combination of the two i think I turn in my play space as well as turning sometimes, smooth turning, just yeah, so I, do I don't have to well. turn so far. You know, like, oh, I know I've got to turn it all the way around, so I'll turn, but I'll turn with my thumbstickers at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad to hear you do it as well, Paul, because I was thinking I was a bit weird then for a second. Um, I mean, yeah. that I, oh, you've done lots of research here. It's sort of fact that I do it doesn't mean that you're not weird. That's, that's the thing you've. You'd miss it. You're probably more <laughs> weird because I do it as well. That's fine. As long as you're weird. It's a really good question, actually. Because, like I say, yeah. like I've trained myself to face one direction, and then because of the stream, because of the camera. Um, but before I yeah, moved around all the well, time. Otherwise, the other question? Yeah. It's also um, uh, we'll do that in a moment. But other things that break. VR games is obviously bad performance, mm -hmm. and yeah. if you have disparative things between your eyes, like there can be shaders that only show up in one eye. That's like really uncomfortable. So basically, anything that makes the game uncomfortable Eagle is flight. obviously gonna is <laughs> obviously gonna make it bad. Eagle flight worked fine for me. I'm not sure. Once we done the mod, we about. got the mod. Remember, we removed all the stuff around the face that oh yeah yes. but that wasn't uncomfortable right it, it was annoying um, but we also went near buildings more comfortable well we yeah true but vignette. we went through buildings and remember it was like you know like coming in i'm not sure if that was you know a comfort option or not but it really didn't work well it's right. supposed to make it comfortable yeah. yeah but i mean that's meant to I, I, yeah i was describing more of what happens when you don't have any comfort options mm -hmm. that's also annoying to have options you can't turn off because i desperately want to turn off all the uh yeah oh. <laughs> shit vignette no not the hard that's zim he turns off everything oh, so he yeah. can't see who's who everything. um the, vin the, the vignette the, yeah the vignette when they narrow in the field of view yeah uh, I don't want that. Uh. <laughs> it's also got a point. Um, Gaming Legends yeah. has raised in the chat. His input on this is uh, pancake cutscenes. Yeah. When you're yeah. in VR. Yeah. And make yeah. or break a game. I mean, forgiven if it's a pull, but not if it's not. I don't know. It's, mm, it depends on the game again. So, for example, the Pistol Whip campaign has... Well, no, they're not really pancake, are they? Because they're layered. Mm -hmm. so uh, it depends on presentation, really. Mm. Like in, um, if you're playing, you I expect you to it's die. It's all screen. on a projection mm -hmm. screen, so it's part of the environment. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, I mean, the second question I had anyway was: uh, Jeremy Rifter asks, "Are we gifting index to everyone with an Oculus-related <laughs> name?" 
There you go. No. <laughs> Short answer on that one is no. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is we why we are VR souls. <laughs> so not um, oh, nice try, oh, German Rifter. Good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a quest too, considering you can't buy them in Germany. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Right. I think, I think those were the only questions I found. Unless Paul found more. No, those were the only two I saw. Was, I was Last like, chance in yeah. chat if anyone has a question then. We can talk about <laughs> it while we wait. So, <laughs> this is fine. No, I think we're done. Has everyone had a good evening? Very good. It's, it's going to get I've... way better now. <laughs> 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 You're very welcome, Bob. Right. <laughs> what have you got coming up, Bob? You got any community stuff happening? Oh yeah. Um I yeah, this is a milestone-ish because Twitch gives achievements. And I've yesterday reached five hundred five hundred hours streamed. Which is quite a lot. And it's taken me years and years. So, uh, yeah, I'll make a, a weird stream this week sometime as a sort of, you know, to mark you need to the occasion. A game based on time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, that's happening. Otherwise, I'm running like I did the community challenge last week, last, last week, last weekend. Um, there's no one scheduled yet because people need to put in more points. Which I'm happy about because these streams are long and taxing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nothing like that planned yet. Um, we'll see when uh, when that happens. Yeah. What, what he did really well, he started off like a, a full play of bone work. So everyone shot all of the cut into that. And then he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I want to... I wanna... And he put like the normal one where yeah. it's like the normal cost of points. I'm not putting into the normal one. I'm going straight for the 15 hour one or whatever it is you're going to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the normal ones are usually three to five hour games, but everyone keeps referencing Boneworks all the time. So it's in there as a mega stream for 333,333 333 points. Yeah. <laughs> I played it for two hours. Sore point. And then went out sorry what i said it's a sore point isn't it that you lose what all your progress mean? no not all my progress but that level okay the level. Progress. yeah i mean oh. that is annoying and that does make me not want to revisit a game because you know it's like reading a book and having to read it again it's not funny <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. for you but for everyone else it is um no, i'm not sure about that about zim's gadgeteer stream um, what have you got coming up, Cold? Anything? Um, I want to play Project Terminus VR. Um, it's a it's a game that um, Mr. Paul here, um, Mr. VR Realm, um, gifted me, and I I'm desperate to play it. I just I just need them to tweak a few things before I jump into it because there's mm-hmm. there's some things that I don't like about it, and I'm talking on the with the devs and discord mainly i know it sounds weird but footsteps you hear dump 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 every time you walk and it's so annoying so yeah once that's done i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get that done and get that played um i don't know what i'm doing this friday it's bowl's choice and we never know until thursday so yeah 
Thursday evening. This is this is why he fits in with us. This this yeah. is why Cole like slides slid into the house I mean, recently because he's partially <laughs> lie. I've done at least Wednesday sometime. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> How about you, Paul? What have you got coming up? I um I will be doing a couple of streams on Twitch at some point over this week because I'm pushing towards affiliate. Um. The only thing I've got to do is stream for two more days and keep those two streams like done two more separate days. Mm-hmm. I've got the hours, I've got the followers as well. That so I'm gonna do two streams hopefully at some point this week just to get it out of the way. Um, yeah. as long as I keep my views up free for those two streams, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply for the affiliate. So I just want to try and get out of the way as soon as possible, quick as possible, really. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'd say everyone here, you need to go over to Twitch and you need to hit that follow button. Um. And on, and on Cold as well. Thanks. Help Cold oh, there. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I'm even more in need of the followers, so, you know, I haven't got them. <laughs> well, let's, let's get Paul there first, and then we'll worry about you. All right? I don't need... Paul well, already has the followers, yeah. I, I don't need the followers. I just need two more. I basically, the only thing I've got left to do <laughs> is... um leave. <laughs> ...is uh, stream on two more days. Two separate other days. Um, I've got till the 14th, because it's on a 30-day rolling period, so I've got till the 14th of June. But I just want to get it out of the way, and then I know mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it till then. <laughs> yeah. So just to remind everyone, all of Paul's live streams are now on Twitch, and they'll be edited down into nice, easy, bite-sized chunks on YouTube. Yeah, there's um, one out, one out part of today, Township Tale. Um, okay. It was a two-hour stream, about an hour of it, 20 minutes for me trying to find a chisel. So it's actually like 25 minutes long, because I could cut all that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Well, podcast is still here. This isn't moving. Um, this will be the time you see me live on the channel. Um, the rest will be pre-edited. And go over to Twitch and find me on there. Nice. Good. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't plan anything. I'm terrible. Um, but I have started streaming again after a three-week break. So, yeah, we'll try and get some more stuff that's a bit more interesting. Um, maybe some older Oculus stuff now. I don't know. We'll have to see what comes up. Anyway, that has been episode 32 of Being Ourselves. Thank you very much for coming. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to drop us an email, you can at beoursoulspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us all on the Twitters. They're all on you know the um, description in there. Paul, you're going to add your Twitch into the description of the video? I think it's already there. Cool. And yeah, I forgot I forgot about calls, but calls will go in there um, mm-hmm. as well. Yep, cool. Excellent. Right. Thank you very much for coming, and we'll see you on the next one. Ta da. Bye bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.